Welcome to Casual Quest Masters, a casual master quest podcast. In this podcast, we'll follow the adventures of a group of characters who simply want to find their way in this world, but a more sinister plot is evolving around them. How will they fare? Let's find out today on Casual Master Quest. Get your dice ready because we are ready to roll another session of Casual Quest Masters. We are a D&D 5th edition live play adventure. Representing the team is Nikhil Chodimella. Hi, I play Vol Nightwalker Val Nagoni and he's a uh, unexpected father now. <laughs> Brandon Thresher. You know, it's a good thing Magdor got his arm cut at his elbow because then he just wouldn't be as humorous. <laughs> and we <laughs> player defeated oh uh, I guess everybody else ran out of stocks it's just you and me one view okay so it looked like Glenn got up walked away and then Nick came back <laughs> I'm like are they the same people and yours truly uh, Tyler Benito is Knox uh, and more importantly the person that runs the show and makes sure we shine or shit you know, one of the two, uh, Glenn Houston, our dungeon master. Hi. Good to see Saw my that dice one. Uh, today. Glenn's uh, being honest with the dice today, and honestly, this is going to put the fear of God in me. I'd like a hundred percent. I don't like this at all. Uh, huh. How's everybody doing? <laughs> I'm good. Had uh, some uh, fun time with uh, technical issues. Uh, Things are being bottlenecked right now, I believe was the term. And, uh, but, uh, everything seems to be running right now. Thank God. And, uh, so. Everything is fine. Er 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 everything's <laughs> fine. It and was thus not you've fine. Heard, now heard the voice of God. <laughs> uh, so. I would like to quickly apologize for the previous episode. Uh, long story short, uh, my audacity personally, uh, some reason we tried recording. Well, no, we tried going for like a, the big episode, you know, a mega episode of four hours long and all that. But, uh, turned out my audacity could not handle that for some reason. It was very unfortunate. We only got about the first 40 minutes of the recording. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, if you guys listened to the last episode that, was pretty spot on what happened so uh unfortunately we got to go back to our, our normal two hour segments so if we get to do a longer episode we'll just have to double uh down and cut it in half right there in the spot so uh at least we know or remember because uh yeah shit uh let's roll some fucking d20s and see who gets to recap the last episode because that's important I got a six. I rolled a 17. And I rolled a five. Brandon. Two weeks you know, in a row after a long to. hiatus. He gets to go Brandon, twice. Brandon, Brandon, Brandon. Yeah. What happened last week? Ask him for a friend. So, previously on Casual Questmasters. The gang sets off on a hunting trip to look for some direwolves. They meet a snow pixie called Snowflake. Snowflake asks the group to find her friend Garbo and tells the group where the wolves are. The gang head into that direction and slowly realize that they're surrounded by wolves. The wolves lead them to their den. Magdor plays fetch with the wolves. The alpha welcomes Vol and Nox and asks them to help their sick pups. 
Bull recognizes the source of the poisoning as a berry found in his part of the spine, and he knows the curse is a flower with purple petal and white stripes. The Alpha warns them of... I don't know why, but I thought that said Yetus. Uh, the Alpha warns them of Yetis living in the caves they, where they know the flower is. The wolves lead the gang to the... The wolves lead the gang to the caves, but only so far because the yetis had killed some of their pack. While the gang decides how to tackle the yetis, they get caught out by the male yeti and later the female yeti. Magdor and Vol do some damage but end up going down. Nox is the MVP and helps finish off the yeti along with surprising help of the alpha, named Boss. The gang explores the caves and finds flowers, but also yeti child who Vol decides to take in instead of letting the alpha eat him. They decide to rest in the caves, and the Alpha called the rest of the pack to the caves because now they have a lot of food. The Yetis. Well, shit. Uh, this took a turn that I forgot, I guess, happened last week. Uh, so, I guess uh, the party is going to start with, uh, unless Glenn, you know, dictates otherwise. So, uh, we're going to start in the, like, the cave where we got to decide uh, how we're going to ration it off. Or, I guess we could bring it back to the the wolves question mark uh they did send for more wolves so we'll see what happens there but glenn uh show floor is all yours yeah you guys ended uh deciding not to kill the baby and you have to decide how you want to move forward mostly vol but you know i, I was gonna say uh i, I want let it be known that uh some of the party members might be undecided on that uh Vol has very clearly uh, decided to keep the baby uh, and probably protect it, which has uh, put off any other would-be naysayers to the side right now. Uh, That's not being cheeky. That's being passive-aggressive. Did we end up uh, sleeping yet? Because I know right when we ended, uh, Nox was still outside. I... Don't well, Nox. Why was Nox outside at the pyre thing? Yeah. Uh, yes, I made a funeral pyre out of yeah. the uh, the wolf's head. We'll just start right where we ended. I went back inside the cave. <laughs> uh, Magdor is going to, uh, before we sleep, take out that haunch of meat that he had and uh, turn to Wolf and say, uh, Can I have some of those flowers? Um, pick them yet? They're right there, and Vol's gonna point over at the flowers as he's currently dealing with a yeti cub. It's climbing. Um, so Magdor goes over and picks a few of those flowers, and he's gonna like take his finger and shove them into the meat, uh, getting it ready, and then he's gonna roll it back up and put it in his pouch. Uh, I think at this point, Knox would be coming in, uh, hopefully with the boss uh, behind him or in front of them. And, uh, like, they were wondering why they haven't gotten the uh, the quest XP and reward yet from collecting the flowers, only to find that Magdor is now successfully trying to uh, become a veterinarian. And what what is the uh, the Yeti situation like? Are you, like, baby Bjorning it, Vol, or...? Um... Glenn said the baby's trying to climb up on me and around me, and you'd probably see, uh, um, much like the Ganondorf meme with the uh, baby Link and Zelda, Foles just kind of like being patient 
and um, he's not having the best time, but he's just kind of sitting there and um, probably trying to sleep because he went down in that fight and he's not looking too great. That's fair. Uh, I guess Nox would just go, uh, are we going to be seeing the night in this dank looking cave that's full of murdered parents or... Oh, I mean, do you want to go out in the cold in the dark? The wolves no. are already trying to sleep. Yeah, the wolves have eaten most of one of them already. Alright. Uh, well, I guess uh, if I should be ready to sleep in Batman's cave here, uh, I guess uh, I start looking around uh, for like a nice soft uh, wolf to see if I can't uh, persuade my way into actually like sleeping next to one of them. Uh, you do find one of them. It is the one that you wrote on, on your way in. So go ahead and make an animal handling check to try and figure out if uh, you can kind of finagle your way in. All right. I will try to persuade the wolf w that is highly intelligent and capable of speech, uh, with an animal handling check. Uh, I got a, a six. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I just imagine like probably like my dog trying to get in like between me and my wife in the bed but well this is not what i do uh, i want to say that allegedly uh but i just imagine like a, a giant uh foot just comes up just presses against my chest and just yeet just shoots me like five feet away and i I'm just kind of like uh yeah i was gonna say i'm going to walk up to vox and pet him on his head and just kind of lay down you do that And then they played a lot of fish. going to point at some of the skins that the yetis had laid out that Glenn described last uh, session. It should keep you warm a little bit. Uh, I guess Nox at that point would kind of like look dejected with uh, the anime watery eyes for a second and uh, just kind of clamber over to the furs and... Uh, I guess they would technically have their bedroll on them and their adventures pack or whatever the uh, closest equivalent of it is, and they would uh, unfurl it, try to uh, get comfortable, and like tr they're trying to accept the situation that's happening around them. They weren't expecting uh, this kind of turn of events. Usually, uh, when it comes to quest, uh, initially with uh, Volanox, it was just uh, you know simple escorts. Occasionally, somebody needs to get smoked, but you know them's the breaks. Uh, this is their first, like, uh, kill monster, collect loot, uh, return to village kind of quest, uh, or, you know, something of that sort. And they're slipping in the house of the monster that they just murdered. Like, this is bizarre. And so Nox is just, like, uh, looking around at all these dire wolves who, less than, like, five hours ago was, he was, uh, they were convinced that they were gonna totally eat him. So, trying to sleep with that concept in mind uh, is just throwing them for a loop. Okay. Vol's just going to try and fall asleep. Yeah. With baby all around them. I'll uh, look up at Craven and go, Alright, my little, my little baby. <laughs> if one of these things uh, look hungry... And they're heading towards me. Just, just let me know. 
I want my eyes open before it happens. Oh, you clackety, <laughs> beaked bastard. You, I love you. And, uh, uh, since you said it's loyal to me and it'll tolerate me no matter what I do to it within reason, uh, I'm just gonna, like, hug it instead and try to, uh, cuddle up to it. Like, full-on teddy bear craven. It doesn't, you know, reciprocate, but it doesn't resist. Okay, just like my last girlfriend. That's cool. <laughs> uh, so... Woo! Yeah, too much on... <laughs> I, I always love... <laughs> You're talking about hugs, right? She wasn't really yes. a big hugger. Yeah. I got you. Yes. Uh, that note went into a different level. I just... Yes, okay, sure. Anyways. Yeah, yeah y'all crashed. <laughs> uh, um, and what one thing you do notice, Nox, when you came in, uh, the Alpha, or boss as you've begun to refer to him, had not... He kind of walked you to the cave, and then once you stepped inside, he went back out. Um, and he... When you wake up in the morning, he's still not back. Um, only to find... Oh, yeah. So he's not back when you guys wake up. But the other two wolves are there sleeping. Um, one of them is up and around. The other one is still kind of just waking up. Uh, do, Just uh, confirm you, something here. We did... Uh, wolves woken up to this. Just getting ah. slapped in the face over and over. <laughs> ay, 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 ay. Can we please kill that baby? <laughs> and then it just throws up on the bed and then looks at you and starts slapping you again. Ay, 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 ay. <laughs> and it starts running towards one of the wolves. It's waking up. Uh-oh. Um, uh, I, I decided that Vol's been uh, patient and quiet so far, but I decided that Vol's gonna um, um, grab him by like the scruff. On his neck, and just kind of mm. like pick him up and like quiet. And then uh, looking through their food stores, Volt's uh, gonna find some of the food and um, give it to him and set him down and tell him again, like quiet. Mm. But he does find like a piece of like a like a a bone with a good amount of meat on it, and you can tell he likes it because he can bang it on things and then eat. Um, as one should. Yeah, he likes to smack stuff, as you've realized. I, I mean, when I have dinner, I like to smack my dinner plate against the wall a couple of times just to show that I can make sound with it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I eat with whatever's left in the plate. <laughs> Uh, I guess at that point, like, Nox would initially have, like, a single stink eye open at that point, looking at the Yeti, but then would go from, like, annoyment to bemused, seeing that, uh, Vol's trying to play father, uh, model right now. And mm -hmm. I would just, Nox would telepathically tell Craven, who's probably, like, a bit ruffled, because I got, like, or Nox has, like, this weird arm wrestling move, like, holding this bird together. Uh, just tell uh, Craven to uh, try to mentally uh, capture the sound of the uh, ah yeah 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 
so it can mimic it later. But other than that, uh, I think Nox would just try to continue to get a little bit more shut-eye. Yeah, Magdor just rolls over and kind of like shoves his face into Vox's fur and then goes back to sleep. He's he's worn out. He's rough. Sorry, I got distracted. I heard it wants to recognize it, like try to remember the sound. And what did you say again there, Magdor? Sorry. Oh, Magdor just turned around and fell asleep again. Okay. Wonderful. Yeah, I guess um, Evil. Vol um, kind of like sl- more positive reinforcement kind of disciplining this cub right now is going to wait until uh, the wolves are ready to go because um, he probably noticed that the uh, alpha wolf is not there um, or boss as uh, Nox has taken a habit to calling them and uh, just kind of hang around for a little bit, wake up, stretch go through their berry stores because Vol was able to identify uh, the good ones from the bad ones. Okay. Very cool. Yeah, you're able to kind of get everything together and after you guys all get a chance to kind of get up and get started, um, you hear the sounds of multiple extra paw prints as, uh, led by the Alpha. The rest of the pack, um, aside from the two females that were probably left back uh, uh at the at the den with the pups show up um and they begin to um eviscerate let's say let's put this diplomatically they ripped the giant the yetis apart into pieces that could be carried by piece by single wolves and now they're and they left them outside and now they're frozen so they're able to carry them together back and they uh yeah, Alpha comes in and says, we should go back now. Just imagine this uh, Lost Woods from Peter Pan style where they're just like uh, walking in a line nonchalantly, like two wolves are holding up like each end of a giant thigh bone that has like a, a giant thick swab of meat. And there's just this happy tune that they're bringing home like the biggest skill they probably had in quite a while. Um, Vols, they, uh, Understood. Start uh, packing up some of the things, and um, he's also gonna grab some extra petals just in case. Just in- sure. Worst, like you know, if they needed more or whatever. But uh, yeah. um, and then uh, I guess he'd use some of the first to maybe like. Well, no, you know, he's just gonna really either drag uh, the cub um, along, like kind of like guiding, like grab its hand. Or if it's uh, a little unresponsive, feed it some more, like more treats every now and then, and grab it by the, like, you know, kind of lead it on. Oh, they want you to ride on them. They're not walking at your speed. Oh, no, um, at least until we get outside or whatever to the, yeah. I was like, like, they're not going at the pace of a baby Yeti. (laughs) No, 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 no. Like, Vol's Um, going to, like, carry enough so that while we're riding, the Yeti will be, the 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 Alpha is uncomfortable with you riding with him, with the Yeti on him as are Uh-oh. most of the other wolves, so you're going to have to do something to convince them to be able to carry this spawn of something that murdered members of their family. As he is figuring that out and looking in the <laughs> cave, Magdor is going to uh, look around and see if he sees anything metal. Weaponry or armor or anything. This is my favorite thing. 
Odds or evens? Uh, odds. You do find something metal. What is it? It's Ethereum! <laughs> it's Ethereum! Oh, yes, your quest is done. Your quest Magda is done. sits down and sleeps. <laughs> I've been so tired for so long. Now I'm done. Um, yeah, uh... Give me four different items. I will choose one in my head, and each one of you will choose something that is metal that is not Ethereum. So, Dark so, iron. Dark iron. Are we talking metal types or... Anything. It could be a type oh. of weapon. It can't be magical. Gold. Is is there magical metal? Gold, dark just... iron. Well, I mean, you could just say, I, wanna, I want to find a... You know, a Vorpal sword. That's made of metal. You know? But you no know, magic. So dark iron, wrong. gold, and what's the third thing? An, um, an inactive Vorpal sword. Come on. <laughs> um, A great axe. Like a huge, cool. just like huge axe. All right. So great axe is one through five. Uh, gold he said is huge. Isn't that like a plus three? Six through ten. And I just want to uh, verify, I don't mean gold as in money, I mean like a bar of gold. Yeah, yeah, okay. an ingot. Like, gold ingots is kind of how that is correct, yes? Yeah. Okay, and then, then um, we have dark iron. So, we find, as you can see, a great axe. There is a large great axe in there, most likely something that belongs to larger sort of creature as it is unwieldy for any of you to use but it is a great axe is is it made out of well it's made out of metal versus like the stone of the uh frost giants correct yes yes Ma is it of a to... similar design it is it looks like it's probably giant size magdor tries to pick it up i mean you can carry it it'd just be hard oh. to wield i'm gonna pick it up and carry it to vol and be like uh is this something you could use? Mm. Axes, uh, especially of that size, were never my thing, but uh, there might be somebody in the village who could use it. Or I could oh, are you talking down. about Uncle Trod? Um, my, my brother might might be willing to use something like this. He is pretty strong. Uh, that might be possible. Strong, much stronger than I am, despite being my little brother. Uh, Becker, are you doing, proficient in blacksmithing? I in blacksmithing. Like I mean, I have tools. smith tools. Yeah, and you are also you double your proficiency if something's about dwarven history, right? Uh, oh shit! It's for it's. Hold on. For stone cutting. Origin of stonework. Okay. Well, are you proficient in history? Um, I am not. Okay. Magador yeah. just started being all of this. He has no adventuring real good. You know how the tease. You 100% know how the tease. And as a character, I have to be like, <laughs> I hear nothing. nothing. But I, I think if you were to do the biggest bank, uh, big brain move here... You have him roll with expertise and stuff with all his dwarven history and all that stuff, and all of a sudden it's like, yeah, it's not dwarven, just a troll. It's like, bam, nice. <laughs> I love it. 
No, it's, um, it's I'm a big believer in giving giving people information when they don't have to roll for it. And so I wanted to make sure that if he didn't roll, maybe he would just understand something inherently about the X. It's nothing game breaking, so. Yeah, I mean, Ma- Magdor's been known to look closely at weapons, but unless it, unless you say something special about it, he's not going to look. Like, obviously, for the Obsidian Dagger, Magdor noticed it was Obsidian, and that was his big thing. This just looks like a normal... What metal is it? Because this might change uh, my evens. answer. Uh, we'll go evens this time. It is Unfortunate. a normal axe. Yeah. So he Made just sees... Common metals. What is it, iron? Yeah, probably he iron. He just sees a normal iron axe and continues on his way. Uh, he's going to walk up to Vox and say, uh, You think you can carry me in this? And point to the axe. Oh, Vox. Sorry, such a similar name to Nox. I just was like, <laughs> no, don't why worry. Talk I to comment, Nox but... about that. Uh, yeah, uh, he kind of bends down, lowers his shoulder, ready for you to get on. All right, and I'm gonna kind of finagle myself on and uh, grab the axe and kind of brace it behind me and hold okay. on to it with my metal arm. Swag. Him. Okay. Uh, Nox was, uh, you know. They had a bit of a morale boost uh, after, like, uh, their dramatic finish of, uh, well, I don't think they actually did any finishing, but uh, their fight in the battle uh, was impressive, and it maybe not an ego boost, but it's like they were surprised with how well it turned out in the end and what they were capable of. Uh, They are going to go up to the uh, the female that gave them a ride before, and uh, they're going to cast Levitate on themselves to try to... uh, gracefully uh, fly up to the top of this wolf instead of trying to clamber on sheepishly. And, uh, uh, I'll a... yeah. yeah. Yeah, she responds and allows you... Wait, this was one of the den mothers, wasn't it? Uh, yes. Yeah, so only so. One, one den mother was left with the pups. Um, but yeah, so she, yeah, she allows you to hop up there and you gracefully float up onto her back. You just see uh, Nox, mind you. Nox is still, like, in full-on Yeti cloak, so uh, they just kind of uh, use the staff, and uh, they whisper a couple of words, and it looks like they're lifting themselves up uh, with the staff, almost like a monk. But then uh, you see feet and pull, or staff and everything, just slowly leave the ground as they... uh, I'd like to think gracefully, just a little bit. Let me have this. uh, uh, Gracefully land on top of the, uh, the wolf. You now, or bowl, good lord, bowl knocks. Box. See, I can keep talking if you want. Um, wolf pox. <laughs> uh, Vol's probably having a conversation with the elf at this point as they're all set to return. Um, it's one I of those things were... where he just gives you a harsh growl when you get close to him with the child. Um, I know what its parents did, but uh. As we've agreed, I've taken resp- I'm taking responsibility for this one, and um, if it helps you feel better once we get back, this will not enter the den. If if that's still a no, if you're not willing to let this ride with us, um, all of you could go ahead and I'll make my way back. Magdor here oh. already has a cure ready. Okay, roll a persuasion. Minus one. Let's see. I did a three. A three? 
Yes. I rolled a five. And <laughs> wait, sorry, I didn't say with advantage. With advantage, that was a good argument. Um, oh, I um, say that. Eighteen then. That's significantly better. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, reluctantly he allows you to um, climb up on the condition that it does not enter. Yeah. Yep. And um, Vol is gonna climb up. Um, specifically also like I would have grabbed any other food stores that would have been good for the uh, cub to keep him passive along the way in case he starts acting up um, and then I would also say to the alpha if, like, if at any point um, you're no longer comfortable with this you can let us off and I'll walk the rest of the way with this but he will not enter the den he accepts your, like, your terms and conditions he checks the mark Nox, like this is all spoken in giant correct? Um, knowing that the Alpha can speak common, Vol being so used to speaking in common for so long probably wouldn't have spoken in giant. He would have said that all in common. Okay. Because, uh, you know, kind of like just like, kind of woken up. He wasn't really thinking too much about it. Nox was totally expecting there to be like a, a harsher debate whether or not to actually bring the Yeti, but uh, even Nox was uh, impressed by the closing arguments of uh, our lawyer, Goliath, and uh, like very impressed that uh, they convinced the wolf to let the yeti hop on. Uh, they, I guess uh, they would lean down to, uh, now that their attention's been distracted by that, they'd lean down towards uh, the mama wolf that they're on. Sorry, den mother. And uh, go, can you understand me? Gives you a curt nod as she's running. Do you want to race them back? Would I have heard that? Oh. Mag Magdor What's perks up because he heard race. Uh passive is thirteen. Uh you said it in relatively hushed voice, you're running on giant wolves. I don't think you would have heard that. So she doesn't say or do anything? She doesn't seem to care because wolves make a quick nature check for me. Sure. For you, anything. So, the nature I rolled is a 21. Uh, wolves don't care about that stuff. They run... You guys have noticed that the alpha's always in the back. And she, being the oldest wolf, is always in the front. Because they don't ever want to outpace the slowest wolf in the pack. So, they're always about efficiency and the group. So racing isn't probably something that she really gets because she's not a pup anymore. So you, true. as you kind of talk to her about true. that, you she, realize she, these things absolutely, and so you're like, "Ha, huh. hmm." Like she's she's old and wise, and whereas I'm young and dumb at this point. And uh, however, I, I, like if wolf you were logic, to, yeah, if you were to if you were to convince uh, uh, you know Uncle Trod to carry you and Vol to carry Magdor and then ask them to race, they'd probably agree. I picked are, are you just saying this nonchalantly? Just like, man, you know what would be great, Knox, if uh, we did a piggyback race? <laughs> Goliath's like competition. True. I was trying to start something, but it's like, it, it, it a makes sense. Three-legged race the or a potato like... sack race? A sack <laughs> potato race. <laughs> oh god! Can you imagine Trod tied up to my leg? Just, At that like, point, I just feel like the nape of my him. neck just gets picked up, and I'm ragdolling. <laughs> 
<laughs> Snaps your shin right in half. We see who, oh, throw, oh. who throws who further. <laughs> who can I was throw, imagining like toss a dwarf. See who can throw him <laughs> farthest. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, you guys are traveling along with uh, the wolves. Like I said, I think it took about an hour last time. Um, you can yeah. see that this dead mother is eager to get back, so it takes even a little less time than it did before. Um, also, you're not running at night, so like, uh, night. or in the evening, so like, uh, the travel is a little easier. Granted, the wolves tend to, you know, travel a lot by scent anyway, but it's a little quicker. Um, and you arrive back at the place now given the time that you've been gone even though you were pretty expeditious about this whole thing there is still a chance albeit a small one that one of these pups has passed away since you left kill a dog i'm quitting this campaign there's only a two percent chance sorry not a two percent a ten percent chance it's two numbers a ten holy shit that's you can't do a 1d100 there's a 90 you want me to do a 1d100 Ninety percent chance. Oh gosh, I'm there's sorry, a ninety percent chance that it's that they're fine. Oh, okay. There you go. So you guys. Well, what about, what about that? Actually, that let's little do a five percent. What about Can that I little use healing my, uh, that uh, Brandon's inspiration for this? Uh, that little healing that yeah. uh, that Knox used. So we'll put it. We'll put it down to five. Five percent. I want to give you my inspiration point. So we'll put it down to two percent. <laughs> okay. So now you choose sure. two yeah. numbers, one to one hundred. <laughs> they can be right next to each other. I can't handle this responsibility. You want Not me to even on a two percent chance. Write them down over here. I, I was just I'll, I'll one write and them two. Down. One and two. We'll, okay. we'll keep it standard rules. That way, it's not your fault. That way, I don't have to cry myself to sleep tonight. Oh, we gotta use different dice. We hate everything. I'm nervous. Knox oh, will Knox will full on sell their soul to the Raven Queen at this point. That is a thirteen. 13. So we <sighs> are fine as you arrive. My lucky number. Um, My heart. You hear the uh, the sounds of the pups crying on the inside as you uh, come to a quick halt in front of the the entrance to said cave. Magdor, where's where's the flowers? Uh, They're in the meat here, and I'm going to pull out the haunch of meat and uh, show them that I shoved like eight flowers just in the meat there. So if if, if you could get the... hmm? Alpha barks at you really quick. That that thing's the size of a halfling. How are they supposed to eat all that? Have you seen these puppies? They're like the size of dogs. He's barking at you. Okay, shit, son. Uh, The alpha's barking at you. He's getting mad now. Uh, I like Magdor. Run! Uh, we need to feed these things the good stuff. Uh, I will cast haste on Magdor. Uh, Magdor, <laughs> as he's casting haste, Magdor like hops off of Knox and just bucks uh, Oh Jesus! Box. Oh shit! <laughs> um, oh, get off my dick, <laughs> dog! <laughs> to, uh, to specifically note, by the time the moment they reached, Vol would have quickly hopped off and made his like made an icy outside with the sled outside of the den just waiting you so staying Magdor's... there with the baby yes Magdor's in the okay. cave Magdor Record books it time. into the cave with his haste 
speed. And he's going as... to take the battle axe that he has and cut the meat in half. Chop it in half, sweet. And then and uh, offer it to the pups. Uh, each one of them uh, kind of looks at it weakly. To obviously too weak to be able to eat that unprocessed large amount of food. Uh, Magdor is going to yell for Vox. Vox, I need your help. Vox I'm sheepishly coming. enters. Can, um, uh, Nox misheard and runs in too. Both of the den mothers kind of stare him down and growl as he enters. Magdor's going to look at the den mothers try to run past say, him? Oh, I guess I could have used them. Uh, Magdor's going to hand both of the den mothers a piece of meat and say, can you chew this up and spit it out? They uh, seem confused, but do it. And then Magdor takes the pile of ground burger and puts it in front of the uh, pups and starts to manually feed them, kind of like shoving it into their mouth a little bit. Okay, yeah, they, they're definitely more receptive when they have partially masticated food. Um, uh, and then he's going to remember that Vol got some flowers, so he's going to tell Vox to go to Vol to get more flowers. Okay, I Vox guess this... goes out there and goes... Wait, so say those... Who's going to food <laughs> to get flowers? Vox is going to Vol. Okay. He comes out and says to you in giant, because they can only speak giant, that he needs more flowers. And Vol's gonna pull out, uh, let's say Vol grabbed, like, uh, eight more petals, he's gonna pull out four, just still playing a little bit safe, and gently fold them up. And ironically enough, the trans the direct translation in Giant of what he calls Magdor, because I don't think he's ever been like, My name's Magdor, I'm your friend, is Furball Man. And so he takes... <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> he takes the... <laughs> The pedals lightly between his, you know, chompers and brings it into Magdor. Uh, and so them on the ground I'll, see, in front of you. I'll see that there's four there and I'll take two more each because Magdor was a little worried since it was already chewed that it wouldn't be as potent okay. for them. And so he puts two more of the unchewed flowers and kind of makes a little patty out of it and uh, feeds it to the pups. Yeah, inspiration point. That actually was a problem since it got mixed in with a bunch of meat and they obviously couldn't eat it all, it was going to provide a small chance that it didn't work. So you negated that, inspiration point, and everybody gets 2,500 experience points as over the next hour or so the pups start to uh, kind of like get a little livelier. Yeah, Magda's gonna kind of pet them as they feel better and help them. I gotta close the door. Fine. Okay. This is just story. Magdor's going to pet them gently until they kind of can digest their food a little bit better. Whenever Dylan talks on the phone, he yells. So I'm always worried that it's getting picked up. So anyway, it's his house too. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Great. Yeah. And Magdor leaves the den. Yeah. Over the next hour, the pups start to get more lively. And after about an you know, an hour and a half or so, they're up and playing, you know. Uh, would teach them they've heard about this new game where somebody <laughs> throws things and they go get it. They seem really excited about it. 
Magdor is going to use one of his new spells. <gasps> Magdor uh -oh. is going to use the spell Fabricate. <gasps> for the word harm. And he is going to... What do you make? He is going to... See a tree. And he is going to make dense bones. Uh, all connected in the space. But enough to where he can still cut off the pieces to disconnect them. So now he has five or six dense wooden You're bones. Make bones come out wooden of bones. the tree? No, no, just in front of him. Like rawhide bones, but out of wood. Why are they made out of wood? Because these dogs are tough and they're going to tear through the wood like it's nothing. Is it? How is it a bone then if it's made of wood? It, it's, it looks like a bone. Oh, okay. Sorry, it's not an I'm actual bone. I was like, bone wood tree. That's kind of badass. But I don't get <laughs> No, we'll Wait, see that make some... we go to later. Don't worry. Do we I'll say, do we find any bone wood trees? No. Not well, no, Magdor oh, makes damn. five or six wooden dense bones, like as tightly as his magic can compress these bones together. Oh, it's going to be hard for them. To Man, forge clerics are awesome. Yeah. I can only do That's that a once a day. Level wizard but... spell. I'm jealous, but still, that it's still cool. And uh, yeah, so that, that's why I was saying like I made the five bones like connected, but I chopped off the middle pieces afterwards, so they're all Got separate it. pieces. And Magdor's gonna hand one to Vol and one to Nox, and then he's gonna throw the other three. Oh, all of the dogs that aren't a den mother or a alpha are <laughs> wanting to play this game. And like I said, there's about 14 of them in total. So 11 horse-sized wolves, and, sorry, nine horse-sized wolves and two puppies are all very, very excited to play fetch with you as long as you will indulge them. Um, also, the baby Yeti what? really wants to play when they throw the stuff, realize the game and wants to join in. I'll, uh, I'll I don't know where Knox. Sorry. No, I was, I was gonna say uh, I wasn't able to get any roleplay, and so I have no idea where Knox is at that point. So I'll let Glenn decide. Oh, I mean, literally all that's happened is you guys got XP, and now he made bones to play fetch with them. So you can have been doing whatever you want. Okay. Well, go ahead, Megador. Uh, I'll hand one of the three bones that I have to Vol and say, eh, if the baby wants to play too. Um, thank you. I don't think, uh, they'd appreciate the baby playing with the wolves right now. So I'll go over here, and Wolf's gonna go up a little bit away and, uh, kind of play with the baby. Make a grapple check. Athletics, because you're trying to hold on to this baby, and he wants to get to that game. Um, okay. Okay. I know it wasn't on camera, but that is the number that I rolled. But I can't. And it has crit. a negative five because it's a baby. <laughs> um, I rolled a fifteen. Oh, this baby gets away from you, and scarily enough, gets very close and grabs the bone of that one of the puppies is playing with, and the wolves immediately freak the fuck out, and. As everybody kind of, like, there's a moment where you're not sure if these wolves are going to tear this baby to bits 
and the wolves aren't sure if they are going to tear this baby to bits, it begins to play with the puppy. And the puppy and the baby yeti wrestle and have fun and play to everyone's kind of surprise. And it would seem that this hatred was something that was learned, not necessarily something that existed without that. Um, yeah, like, the moment that would have happened, Volt's only, um, like, the biggest thought going through Volt's head is it cannot enter the den, because that was the first deal Volt wouldn't have thought. Because, again, yeah. I, you know, it's kind of like, it, it, it's a it's a kid, you know, it's, it's a fucking cub. So, as long as the wolf doesn't enter the, like, the baby yeti doesn't enter the den, Volt could probably try and deal with whatever else so seeing that vol is going to be a little bit more relieved but still paying attention just in case one um, eye kind of like on the baby yeah because the moment like let's say because like wolves wolves are like part of the canine family right mm-hmm. okay right, so, i hope so yeah so the moment like if because canines like to like play bite so if the baby like yeti cub like also saw that and did a play bite then the the, the cubs on its own like the yeti the baby yeti is it's gone bye bye like there's nothing we could do to stop these horse-sized wolves from tearing Playfully into it frost breaths the wolves um baby yeti so, ice cube <laughs> <laughs> so, full is just kind of like watching and he's also a little glad because i'm sure he's now seen the pups who were sick come out because uh, this was probably like a waiting room situation at a hospital. Nobody was really coming to give him updates. He was just standing outside, kind of kicking a snowball, holding onto this baby, like feeding it. <laughs> and was just kind of walking around like, I wonder how they're doing. Um, uh, yeah, no, we'll put your shirt on. <laughs> I, do, I don't have a shirt. Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Bulls so about the nurse. I don't have a shirt. Just this armor. <laughs> Well, are you lactating? What does that mean? That's when we find out Goliaths are the uh, <laughs> yeah, BC, the male horse are the lactating uh, gender. Oh God, no! Please don't. No. I take that odds back. I'm, I'm sorry. No, give me odds. <laughs> I, I'll roll for this. I don't know what that means just yet. Uh, I'm gonna use Mage Hand to hold one of these bones from the situation <laughs> and hold it 30 feet in the air to see if I can't uh, entice a, a wolf to channel themselves to jump up for it and see if Ooh. they can jump up 30 feet. You wanna start at 30 feet? Uh, that's the highest I can go uh, without casting Levitate, but I can Mage Hand that for so, free. So, when they're standing on their hindquarters if they're a size of a horse, they can probably easily without jumping get up to about 12 or 13 feet? So let's see okay. if these wolves are dexterous enough to do that. Um, I would say... That's what I also would like to call a professional dodge. Um, it's going to try and run up the side of the cave and then jump up off of the cave to jump up and grab the bone. So I'm going to give it advantage on this athletic check. And I'll move the bone to give it disadvantage. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm just kidding. It, like, you can use whatever oh, you want. Yeah, we got it. Oh, yeah, we got it. <laughs> and then it bites your face. <laughs> um, 
me see what their athletics bonus is. Uh, this is one of my favorite things of all time. I love this. I mean, if we're going to do like spell DC or something like that, or some silly like that, it won. I think it caught the bone. Okay. But yeah, because I mean, it has. You can call it whatever a, you want. That's a, that's a dirty 20 to get to it. So. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Just runs up seven. the side of the, you know, up of this cave and then launches itself. 45 degrees up into the air just at great heights and just snags it 30 feet out of the air and lands and then runs back to you and excitedly. As Nox like ends the mage hand spell y you see that they're like suddenly like really nervous because like haha this is fun there's no holy shit it just leaped up that thing could kill me instantly. <laughs> uh, that's the first thought in their head it's like ah uh, good job puppy. And it drops it in front oh. of you and licks your face multiple times. Oh my lord, thank god I taste awful. Uh, On top of the fact that you now have them as allies against the giants, it would seem. Well, it, it, it seems like they're going to be allies with us against the giants. So it seems. Uh, well, I mean, that was a deal for helping deal with their sick pups. Yeah, but I mean... If you think about it, uh, wolves are, you know, creatures that may be finicky. And I am saying this out loud. It's like, if, if I'm not sure how loyal they are to, you know, creatures that aren't wolves. But I suppose if we did manage to uh, persuade them to our cause, well, I guess their cause too. This is a amazing development. I didn't think we could do this, you know? Well, um... Yeah, no, I wasn't expecting this either. Let's uh, let everybody have some fun for a bit. Um, when boss is ready, um, we can sit and discuss and figure out details. <clears throat> oh, um, at some point during this too, um, when you're just kind of watching, uh, Bull, you realize that you're watching this pup play with this yeti pup um and unbeknownst to you kind of like off to your side um boss has settled kind of like back in your peripherals behind just out of your peripherals and he nudges you as you watch them play and he uh and he says we served the frost giants for generations And they call me the Alpha. But now, there is one here who is stronger than me. Stronger than any giant I've met. And that is you, Wolf. You are the Alpha now. Until you do something that removes you from that position. Well, that's unexpected. <laughs> um, well, it was a... Killing the Yetis was a group effort. If uh, you or Nox were in there, I don't know how uh, we would have gone through that. Magdor and Are I were in a tough spot. Common? Probably, still, yeah. Vol had Magdor, really special over giant speech. What about Magdor, top liver? Man. Um, see, it's always usually been the case. 
Nox had some difficulties at the start controlling their magic, but now they're probably stronger than uh, either of us. It was always me and Magdor who tried and true. We hit our sh we we swung our swords and hit, but I mean, you've seen the kind of damage that that little one can do. And then you also the came Nox. to help. They turned into a orb of darkness. It's it's things I cannot understand yet myself. These are this is magic that I've never cared to understand. It's um, it's always been beyond me. Nox is holding a uh, like a a bone out, trying to get a dog. Sorry, a dog. Uh, we're still you know wild creatures, wolves. Uh, Trying to like dodge out of the way, like holding it up, kind of like uh, a uh, mat matador, I believe. Uh, and they're just practicing like dodging by having the the cub like leap at them and trying to leap out of the way themselves with uh, the bone. Um, uh, I, yeah. Uh, I was gonna say Magdor is going to ride up on Vox and ride up to the Alpha if if you allow me to be on Vox, I guess. Oh, I'm gonna say off screen. I talked to him and said I have an idea. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, and so I'm gonna ride up to, uh, Bull, Knox, and the Alpha, and say, "Goss, Goss, I came up with a great idea. Check this out." And Magdor is going to lay down flat, and say, "Rutabaga," and have the cloak turn into direwolf fur. And he disappears. Take a stealth check with advantage. Also take an inspiration point. Record scratch? Damn, I, I got a 10. That MP3? A 10? Well, good thing. Because hopefully you can believe this. <laughs> that's what he rolled on his perception. Uh, That's a 1. It won't go into focus. Super annoying. There it goes. Um, Yeah. He's uh, smoking, but I cannot see him. Um, I I I would assume that um, since we've seen the this cloak before, that we know what happened. Yeah, he said Rude I Vega. Mean, That's a dead giveaway for you okay. guys. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> he's Magdor. There has a uh, cloak that can change into just about anything. Uh, looks like you changed into a patch of uh, fur. He's, that's him sniffing you, Magdor. Magdor's gonna start giggling. <laughs> He's there. He looks like fur. <laughs> Stop it! And he like he like like lightly grabs you with his jowls and picks you up off of him. And then, like, sets you down on the ground and says, yes. teach me. So sta standing up, you just see Magdor. It looks like he's got a wolf pelt on him. Um, and Magdor's going to be like, it it's it's magic. And, he says, and Magdor says, uh, uh, well, tell him, oh, no, uh, tell, hold on, I got to get this right in my head. Have him tell hmm. you what I should turn into. 
like this, magic, and he turns to his side and breathes in deep. He goes, <laughs> and like a fucking howl like you've never heard before is accompanied by ice shards and blistering cold air that cause part of the cave wall to just be completely blasted by wintry breath. And then he turns back to you and says, magic? Um. Um. Yes. Um. That is so. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Can I do a wisdom saving throw to not shit my pants? Yes, if you want. (laughs) Well, uh, I just uh, remembered that uh, I had uh, proficiency in wisdoms because of the warlock, but. But since uh, I'm multi-class, I don't get that, so I get to mark that down just a little bit. So, uh... Yeah, tell me what you got. Yeah, I got a solid six. Okay, yeah, you poop a little bit. (sighs) I did it against his his cold breath DC. It's only a 12, but... (laughs) Um... So, when when the alpha says uh, (laughs) magic, like that, um... Well, um... So, so here's the thing. I don't understand magic too well, but there are several forms. Yours seems more like a natural form, whereas for um, Nox and Magdor here, they seem to have a power that they can channel into different forms. It changes. Um, yes, they, they have more control over what they can do. Like, Magdor can make f- fire from seemingly nothing, but he doesn't have fire inside him. Teach me. I don't know. Uh, Magdor really does have a bit of a fire inside <laughs> of his heart, especially when it comes to metalworking. Is that's that's true? Like these coins that he made are nice, very good detail. Um, I don't know if this is something. Can you guys teach magic? That's a good fucking question. <laughs> they look around like, huh. And, like, they pull out, like, uh, Dummy's guy. So, you want to get a level in Sorcerer, huh? Well, first, you must understand. Uh, uh, so, I kind of, like, walk up to uh, Boss and go, Boss, uh, did maybe one of your parents was, like, uh, a white dragon or something like that? Maybe you have Draconic Sorcerer in you? No. My mother, uh, my mother was a wolf. My father did was you come a from wolf. The sh- did you maybe, did they come from the Shadowfell? They were wolves. Hmm. hmm. What is this shadow fell? Uh. It's a place of nightmares. Uh, but, uh. Long story short, honestly, you, you know that he can't do it unless he meets Right. So. I, I'm just, I'm just doing a goof at this he point. He can learn to be possibly is a druid or a ranger. Could he be a, oh, maybe he a, a wizard? Maybe a Since cleric. He can talk? He's actually. No, he his intelligence and charisma aren't high enough for any uh, intelligence or charisma based spellcasting class. Oh no, it's thirteen is the minimum. He's got a twelve. He can't learn anything. <laughs> I mean, uh, if you, you, if you want to, so uh, I was about to suggest that he sells his soul to uh, like a patron, but uh, I suppose uh, their charisma is uh, below thirteen. Uh, and they look like Knox thought for, for a very shallow moment about the staff of power, what would happen. But since they don't have a class in anything, they can't attune to it. Uh, you just see like the sad thought, like I could have created a monster. Uh, 
and they go, well, I mean, you're able to do magic like that. It's kind of like this, and uh, I'm going to point at the wall at a very, very open place, clear of wolves and all that stuff, and I'm going to use the Staff of Power to cast uh, Kona Cold, uh, and I'm going to like try to like mimic what he did. What is damage on Kona Cold? Uh, 88. Yeah, it's double as powerful as his breath weapon. Oh. So you make his <laughs> okay. uh, breath weapon look paltry. Magdor's going to slap... Uh... Knocks like backhand and say, You made him look bad in front of his tribe. I didn't like he's super strong. That was a big ice breath. I still have two pebbles I need to take care of right now. Um, Magdor is going to go up to the alpha and say, uh, I can't teach any magic, but. I do have this you could have, and I'm going to show him the figurine of wondrous power. And uh, let me double check something here. Uh, Vol, you have the uh, goggles of night vision in your inventory, correct? Yes. All right, I just want to make sure to pluck that out of my inventory. Uh, as I'm sure you can guess, I am now proceeding to look through any magical items that I don't use so I can give to him. Um, could, so it says it needs to be activated by command word. Does that need to be in a certain language? No? Alright, so I'm going to walk up to him and, and hand him, the, kind of, you know, give it to him and says, You could use this to contact your tribe if they're far away. Up to half a day's journey. And Magdor's going to kind of gesture to the sun. And uh, tell him the command word, and he says, and then you could tell it whatever you want. We used it earlier. You, you gotta drop it on the ground first. Uh, you, please don't eat it. And he says, could you make me some of this? And with his paw, he taps at your armor. I think that would be much more useful. We have I would, I would owls need... traveled more than a half day's journey. Oh, Although, oh. if he did eat it, and it stayed in his stomach, and you said the command word, he could burp out a crow, or a raven. That would be pretty cool. But I cannot eat it. You will not. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. But can you imagine opening your mouth and having a bird shoot out? Did that you say would be just character like magic. Character. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did you guys say? I said, did you say that in character or out of character? Because either way, that'd be no, fucking cool. I, I, I would I would say that in character, 100%. Just like, huh. Vol like, said. That would be some... Uh, yeah, Vol yeah. said that would be kind of like magic. That would he be said, like magic. I can't say that hasn't happened before. <laughs> Magdor, oh, Magdor does chuckle like that. Oh, did you try to eat a bird like hole and it pieced out? Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to tell Craven to fly away find a nice perch uh, just away from these wolves <laughs> I think um, um, I think Bagdor here and maybe the people in my village could probably help with some armor considering that you've agreed to help us too it's, it's kill the dragon now yes yes oh shit there's a dragon um, the dragon is next on the list but 
and his nose furls up a bit, and he uh, and he says, "The the hope is, though my village and the giants have lived, have coexisted in this area for many generations. There Much, I I am inclined to believe you, but the hope is that if we were to kill the dragon first, the giants will go back to being." Not as bad, but if after the dragon, if you do want to kill the giants. And he says, do you see my scars? Yes. That happened before the dragon came. Well, it looks like we're going to go giant hunting then. And he like jumps around and barks a little bit and then howls, and all the rest of the wolves begin to join him. <clears throat> uh, Nox also joins them. <laughs> What's the... Oh, right. minor illusion of wolf howl. <laughs> What's the yeti doing, like the yeti cub doing when they all start to the howl? Yeti cub emulates the same yeah, thing okay. that the pups do. Yeah, it's a work in progress. You'll get it. Um. Yep. I'm gonna walk up to Vol and say, "So, do we head back to the village then?" Yes. Well, there's still the matter of uh, the three of us going through our own uh, individual trainings, because regardless, we were barely able to take care of two giants, even with the help of the wolves. I think we'll need to be a little stronger. And so, at that point, Vol's gonna look at turn to the Alpha. We, we will be able to contact you when we are ready to attack and either you could stay here by your den or you can come join the village. You were not sent to force us out? We were sent to figure out a situation so that the people in my Our village could also eat. hunting overlap with yours. Yes, um, but I guess... We can find another cave further south, north. If I... We were told... We were told to try not to kill it or force you out, but if I feel like there's a way for us to coexist. There's not enough food for us if we stay here. Not enough for us and you. Right. We will move north. Now that the pups are healthy, we can move safely. Then we there's will... There's a nice cave system. Yes. Then uh, we also know how to contact you. There is a nice cave system. Oh, I said that out of character because I still can't understand what he's saying, unfortunately. I know, I wanted to say uh, something, too. Yeah. I know. I know. Like, I'm like, well, I keep looking at Comprehend Languages. He's speaking oh, he in common. Now. Yeah. The, the well, Alpha's been speaking in common from the very beginning. Yeah. He's the only uh-huh. one that can speak no, in common. No, you said he's speaking giant. No, you yeah. said very explicitly that it's been in giant. It's been Vol yeah. that's always been speaking in common. So oh. it's always been half a conversation. So I keep wanting Fuck to it, spam comprehend. Li- he starts speaking I, in common. Holy oh, shit, he speaks common. <laughs> um, well, now that uh, he knows he can trust you and you saved his pups, he speaks all right, in common. Right, so and everyone go. understands. In- inspiration, Glenn. Uh, like, I was kind of thrown off. I was like, it's weird because Glenn has always been the one person very specifically to try to have a like a common denominator uh, language uh, mm-hmm. between the group. But you're like, he speaks giant. I'm like, Fuck it, this is Vol's moment. Let yep. them, you know, let them eat giant. I mean, not eat giant, let speak eat- giant. <laughs> I mean, eat frost giant soon. <laughs> uh, Sweet. 
So uh, if if you he want to these things in common, if you wanted to uh, respond. So okay. If, uh, I'll 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 characterize that. If you want to, if you and your uh, pack want to move, we can send for you when we are ready for whatever we might do. How will you know where we are? That's a good question. <gasps> Why you Medicare have this perks up? You you have this uh, this figurine now. You could maybe send for us. That way we know where you are. Your village is over a day's journey. Magdor, Magdor's like pulling on Vol's arm at this point, like tugging. Uh, what does the furry man want? Yes, Magdor. What do you want, furry man? Your your village doesn't trust much, right, Vol? You traditionally not, no. What if we brought in a peaceful direwolf to show that we are on the same side, and one that can travel? And communicate with the wolves, and and Magdor's just Start like eyeballing blubbering, you got spittle everywhere, and he barks at Vox. Vox comes up and he says, "Vox, you will be an emissary of our people to their village to show that our holy shit, boss can speak common and complicated words." Um, hearing all of that, also Vol's gonna pull out a coin. Friendship. Um, and he's gonna, like, Magdor, you were able to find objects from a great distance, right? You did that with the scroll. Uh-huh. So, in in the worst case, if we need to, like, make our way out here and still look for them, would this coin help? Uh-huh, within a, a couple thousand feet, one thousand, I think. Okay, so it's, it's not the greatest, but it'll help. Um, do you have anything that you could do to secure this around their neck or their foot or or something and Vol's gonna hand one of his coins to Magdor see if he can does Magdor see any like Magdor is going to cast channel divinity and spend the, the next uh I, I, I'm going to say to the group, this is going to take a while. Uh, you could pack up while I do this, because uh, it takes an hour. And he's going to uh, make a bracelet that could fit around the wolf's uh, leg with the uh, coin emblazoned on it. Cool. Here's a dope-ass arm leg band. Cause it wasn't much metal, so I couldn't do like armor or anything. But does it have to be made of metal, or could you use leather? Technically, leatherworking is still armor smithing. I could with fabricate. <clears throat> okay. But not with channel divinity. I'm gonna say with the metal, it may start to like rub him raw, as he doesn't have any way to like shield his arm from the metal moving up and yeah, down. Which fur he's got? Constantly. He's fine. It's, it's gonna rub a metal. spot completely raw. I'm going to tell him that. I'm going to say, now this might hurt if you're moving too much. Uh, I'm and I'm going moving. to I'm going to show him um, a clasp on the back that is just a simple twist clasp that he could paw off. And if he pushes his paw to the ground, uh, he could push his paw on it and clip it back. To say, uh, when you're out hunting, you could take this off and put it back on. It's easy to do with no thumbs. Um. 
Uh, yeah, these little us. chicken nuggies on our hands. Uh, I, it'll help also us find Vox. you, and it'll show that you're friends. Also, Vox should be able to smell us. He should be able to find it. Yes, this isn't the um, the worst case. Um, I just like to be prepared. Mark. And I might have some armor to bring back for you. <laughs> like this? He like taps on it with his claws once again on your like shoulder pauldron. Like that, but stronger. You're bigger, hopefully. Alright, and uh, as as they're talking, Magdor's got his rope out and he's just writing down <laughs> measurements. Getting measurements? Yes! <laughs> yes! Like, this. Nox is, like, kind of, like, uh, doing, like, weird, uh, hand photo frames. Like, you know, it would look great in, like, uh, white dragon scale armor, you know? I can make that. I, we need to kill a dragon well, uh, first. Yeah, we probably should do that first. I don't think they would appreciate it if we did it while it's alive. I mean, uh, if it, it was alive, would it grow back? Uh... If Dragon we're going to talk about scar tissue, um, sure. I'm going Just to monster go, hunter world it, chop off the tail. Going to go up to Nox. No, Vox. I'm going to go up to Vox. You walk up to me and then you walk over to your wolf. <laughs> and I'm going to say, uh, it's about half a day's journey for us to walk back. Would you feel comfortable pulling the sled to make it go a little quicker? I don't want to use you like a horse and he's gonna like pet no. him I will not bend on the fact that most of them can't speak common but they can't understand it yeah, so. yeah. I, I, I that's um, why I was asking just a yes or no question yeah it seems like most of them can speak a little bit of giant and understand both giant and common but the the alpha seems to have kind of like increased cognitive function he's a little something different um but yeah he, he agrees to that all right, and so I'm going to kind of <clears throat> set up what I can with what I have to get him attached to the sled. I'm assuming he's got, like, rope, and I don't want to, like, give him a bit or anything, so I just kind of grab a few pieces of uh, tree. I don't know. Set Max it up. I'm going to check out the, uh, the wolves that were weakened before, check for soft spots and all that stuff, make sure that they're uh, good to go. The wolves that were weakened? Uh, by the poison. Oh, the pups. Oh, yeah, no, they're fine. Yes. They're 100% fine. You checking them turns uh, into them wanting to play with you. <laughs> right. Uh, like, I, I realize that, but, like, I'm, I'm like, like checking, uh, like, what little knowledge I would know, you know, checking to make sure that the kidneys uh, seem to be uh, working fine. Uh, they're breathing well. They have a good, uh, good blood pressure. Okay. Go ahead and make a medicine check with disadvantage because you have two pups and a baby yeti crawling and playing with you while you're trying to do that. <laughs> oh, cool. Fun fact. Uh, medicine is a wisdom, which I'm not good at. <laughs> uh, with with getting out the imposed disadvantage, I had a three. Nice. Yeah, they seem super healthy. Even if, even if you didn't get a lot of great measurements, their temperament seems to tell more than anything else. To the best of my knowledge, they're great. Yeah. Mag Magdor then, figured it out. He uh, took one of the bones that he had fabricated earlier and tied the ropes to both ends. Oh, so you okay. could just pull and then you can this. just hold it. Yeah, like a like a bit for a horse. Cool. 
yeah, the uh, the alpha comes up to you while you're checking on the pups, um, and both of the den mothers grab the pups by their scruff, um, and uh, and the alpha grabs the yeti baby by the scruff and brings it to Vol and sets it down in front of you and says, we will go to the caves <laughs> now where the yeti lived. This will be most the probably the safest thing. Understood. Um, if we leave or move somewhere else, I will send someone to let you know. But we will most likely stay in this valley. So we are close so we can help you. Understood. Oh, um... <clears throat> and so, last session, part of what we lost. Nox, you grabbed a bunch of the poisons, poison berries. Yes, that is correct. Um, so Vol's gonna like, Nox, could I have one of those poison berries? Uh, they reach into their pouch of holding and yoink one out and kind of like uh, thumb toss it towards you. And so I'm going to hold that up and show the alpha this is what caused their sickness. Uh, those caves have more of those petals in case any of your pack eat any of these. They just have to chew on some of those petals and they'll be better. But just so you know. Mm. And uh, the den mothers bring the pups close so they can see the berries real good. Because, <laughs> you know, they see yeah. in grayscale. Yeah. So they just have to look at it and hope they can recognize it visually and shade-wise. Um, and then he says, thank oh. you. I was about to do cause fear just to make sure they get the picture, but I realized that's <laughs> probably not a good idea. Um, I'm not. I, I'm we not. Should go. So we yes. Settled. Thank you, you for everything. Make sure your, your pack is okay. I'm going to hand the and staff he, over to Vol. And he bows to you. Vol. Have Vol confused because nobody's bowed to him ever, I think. Um, Vol's going to do and like a half bow back. Because he's talking to you, but also like indirectly toward Magdor and Nox as well. And he says, thank you all. You have saved us. Volt's gonna do like a crunch, like a semi crunch <laughs> while standing up instead of a full bow. It's like, no, thank you. I'm glad I didn't have to resort to anything else. Glad we can figure this out. Yeah, he raises his head up to you to like your eye level <laughs> back up to where he's at. And uh, and he says, I look forward to fighting with you. We'll let you know when we're ready to kill those ice giants, frost giants. And as much as a wolf can smile, he does. And pack, unless anything else you want to say to them. No? Okay. okay. Uh, Nox hands the staff over to Volf. And uh, going up to Boss, and they just go, Boss, our chapter has ended here with us for now. But your story continues. You're about to go on a journey once again. And I'm going to like try to reach out to like the, the muzzle in each side of uh, his face. And uh, I'm going to try to like the... Obviously, he's much stronger than me. I'm going to try to like pull him down a little bit. Just to like uh, get almost to eye level at this point. Uh, how does he handle that, first off? I mean, he moves with it. He's not threatened by you. So. Uh, where is the scar in his head? 
He has one like across the side of his eye and another couple across his snout. And there's a lot on his body that are mostly covered by fur, but several okay. are prominent on his face. It probably won't do anything, but I'm going to uh, just cast a simple uh, healing word and I'm going to kiss the top of his snout and just uh, give it a, a note of affection as I uh, give him a, a thing of healing word. And I'm going to just look at him in the eyes and go, may the traveler's light be with you. I know that you probably don't understand what that means, but... I'm sure it will give you help in your journey. He just quietly looks into your eyes after you kind of pull away and say those things and gives you a curt nod and looks back to everyone and says, we should all be off. See you soon. And then they off into the forest to the northeast headed towards the cave system. All right, I'm all set here. We're ready to go when you guys are. I'm gonna drop kick uh, Vol. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> all right. I was waiting for Nick to say, "I'd like to see you try." Um. Well, looking at uh, the Yeti coming, right? Come along. You can s sit in the sled, unless you want to walk about. And he jumps on it and starts like. Bouncing around on it, eager for it to move. Yeah, Magdor's gonna, uh, after hearing that from Vol, he's like, I, I know he's pulling the sled, but I think he's gonna go a little bit faster than walking speed. Oh, let's. It was only so fast we could all walk. Let's see what happens. How big is this sled? Could they all three fit? Nope. Like, if Vol has the Two baby on the sled. Uh, yeah, if it was the baby, yeah. Well, can I have my staff back? Oh, of course. Because uh, I'd be going to kind of like, eh, don't know what to do. Magic. Ugh. Like, I, I snatch it and just spin a circle and shoot a fireball in the air just to make sure that I'm still cool with it. Mm -hmm. um, Alright, so, so, yeah, so Mag Magdor, you're on the wolf? Yep, I'm on the wolf. Alright. Saddle up, I guess. Wait a minute. And then, Paul, yeah, like, uh, you, you see, Knox like starting to do math here. Paul's gonna grab Knox by the scruff of their cloak, grab the baby Eddie, and then saddle up on the sled, and then put them both down. Like, let's go. Magdor's going I'm with to. The, like, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm no. I... My God, you, you guys can imagine are what's each going other through their constantly. <laughs> <We're excited. laughs> There's shit going on right here. This is serious. All we're trying to do is get in a sled and leave. <laughs> no, you I don't understand, with the fucking baby yeti and being like half, like stoically coddled <laughs> by my father here. Oh, Magdor's gonna lean down into uh, Vox's ear and give him a pat on the side. It's like, can you smell the village from here? No. What about? Uh, I'm gonna. Could you? Could you follow up descent of my people? And then Volt's gonna hang up a jar of piss. And he ends up sniffing you the most, Magdor. And then, and he says, "Uh, in giant, I found a trail, 
and it seems as though he found your trail that led you there initially. All and right. Magda's scent was the easiest one to follow. Um, when they speak giant, do I hear them speaking giant, or are they like barking? Uh, it's giant. Like it's kind of like they open their mouth and words. Okay. Very. Yeah, when, when he oh, says that, oof. I'm just gonna turn back to full. Um, he says he smells you more, but uh, we're in a forest. I remember how we got here. Shouldn't be and too difficult. enough, when he when you look confused, Magdor, he uh, says he opens his mouth and instead of giant coming out, he recognizes the confusion and goes. He opens his mouth and you hear Magdor, and then he kind of points down, and he said oh, his first. I've never word told in him common. my name. Yeah, but these are people call you that. Yeah. <laughs> It's a mimic. Alright, I'm ready my staff. You see 10 degree drop of the staff. Vol's gonna raise it back up. No, it's just a dire wolf. He says, alright, if we're good then, he's gonna pat him on the side and say, let's go. I can uh, correct course as need be. Alright. And then Vol's grip it on the the yeti and knocks just gently on the collar. It's gonna tighten just a little bit as Vol hunkers down on the sled. This is the level of personal space invaded that Knox has not, uh, like, considered for a very long time. Like, you'd think for a changeling who wants to get closer to their Goliath uh, adoptive father, uh, this would be exactly what they wanted, but they realize that this is a little too close. But, I mean, they're they're, they're holding in, so it's, like, like, they're covered by the Yeti cloak, so it's just... Like, so, like you're riding on Spirit Airlines... Somebody you want to get to know, but not want to get to know that well. <laughs> you make your way back to the south, headed towards your village, and uh, that's where we'll pick it up next time. Hell yeah! yeah. Gotta right. check my uh, gotta check my hunting trip. Okay, that, yeah, you do. There's a there's a rogue dire wolf in it. Oh no! Uh, so you can find me on Twitter at two times Tyler. You can find me on Twitter at LRTheEleventHAllLetters. You can find me on Twitter at Zigzagoon. You can find me on Twitter at Glenn Houston. Glenn with two N's. Houston looks like Huston. Yeah. We are a part of Casual Master Quest, a podcast network dedicated to giving you the video game news and tropes you deserve. You can find the show everywhere you can Google and on Twitter at CMQ Network. That was Nick, that was Brandon, that was Glenn, this is Tyler, and that's our soon-to-be-adopted Yeti son. We'll see you next week with another session of Casual Questmasters, and don't forget to never stop the quest. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye-bye. Best believe Vol's not taking that abominable Yeti cub off the mountain. He's staying in the village, or he's going to go become somebody's food. Funny thing is, you haven't noticed that your dragon has been missing ever since you adopted it. Forgot to ask about Twilight this session. The last, the last thing that Twilight did was I let him off to eat some of the Yeti meat. Mm-hmm. Glenn, where's my dragon? <laughs> oh, we'll find out next week, I guess. Oh, no. Box, what are you eating? Box, get that out of your mouth. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Casual Quest Masters. 
Thank you so much to you, our listeners, for being here, and to Sirenscape for allowing us to utilize their amazing programs for sounds and music. Check them out at sirenscape.com. We hope to see you here next time for the next episode of Casual Quest Masters. Thank you.